Terrific. So how many times have we heard, amen, so it is, amen. And so it is, amen. Okay, that means the prayer's over, doesn't it? But the, all these words, all these songs, everything, everything is a prayer. And what is a prayer? It is not meant to be a supplication to God. It's meant to be an awakening to the good that I am. And that's my God name, I am. And I can either use it correctly or I can use it incorrectly. I can use it uh, frivolously or I can use it with great meaning and understanding. And so it is. And so I encourage you from this day forward, if you're not already paying attention to all the words that I have very carefully chosen for my talks, uh, start paying attention and realize they, they have meaning. They, they, they have a definition. A lot of our stuff is ritual. I understand that. The order of service is this, this, and this, unless we happen to change it or shift it up. But within that order of service, there's a reason for them. And all the sing-alongs that Kenneth works with the choir on and, and the community stuff, those are prayers. And so I really encourage you to listen to those words as you sing them and ask yourself, do I mean this? Is this my prayer? Or is this Kenneth's prayer or Sean's prayer? It needs to be your prayer. If you're singing it, it's your prayer. Once a few years ago, a congregant who no longer comes here, uh, she got angry. She got very angry and stormed out at me said that sing-along went on for 10 minutes she was furious because she's an introvert is really what it is and, and, and people are up and clapping and everything and she's just so self-conscious because sometimes we can go into a group and think everyone is watching me everyone is looking at me and my every hand gesture and they can see into my mind and they can see my thoughts and they can see everything and I tell you, you're wrong, because they're watching me. <laughs> How do I know? Because it comes back to me. You know, Sean did this, and you know, Sean did this, and you know, Sean said this, and he looked at me, and he looked at me, and he was so mad at me. And I, I was. I didn't know. I, uh, what's wrong with Sean? Is he in a mood? Is he talking about on a church i'm having a thought who knows <laughs> and so to look at that but to look at, at your and so it is and so it is that's your belief system and so it is it's not just words that we in unity use to close out a prayer i use it very specifically, I was taught it, and I, and I listened to that teaching, and I thought, okay, this is logical. This is spiritual logic to me, and that's why I'm willing to use it. I, I don't use things just, uh, I'm not a sheep. I'm not a spiritual sheep. Before I follow, I pay attention. Why would I follow this? Why would I apply this to my thinking why would I apply it to my words? Why would I apply it to my way of life? If I don't believe it, I need to look at that too. Why don't I believe this? Because sometimes we just refuse to believe because it's hitting all those prejudices we have from childhood. It's hitting all those prejudices we have from those teachers who mistaught us. 
those teachers who were just mean. And some of us had mean spiritual teachers growing up. Some of it was our parents for some of us. Other people, you know, I don't, I'm not going to cast aspersions on any particular spirituality or, or religion. But those teachers, they just didn't understand. My mother didn't understand God. My mother spent her life afraid of God. Because that's somewhere she picked that up. And, and, and for some people, fear of God is the redemption. Well, I can be, now I can keep acting out. Because at least I know God's mad at me, so what the heck. Let, let, let me uh, go do all the hedonistic, awful things I've always done and be guilty about it. But I'll keep doing them. And, and, it, and it, because we're sometimes afraid. Well, if I sh shift my behavior, if I don't do the old behaviors that are actually hurting me, but if I don't have those, then I'll have nothing. I'll be nothing. Or as I like to say, I'll be no thing. I, 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 we were up at Canyon Ranch this week. We don't go there because we're wealthy in cash. We go there because we're wealthy in friends and, uh, and David's music. We're invited to Canyon Ranch, which is extremely expensive because we do a 45-minute show and they give us two free nights, which includes classes and meals and a beautiful setting. And uh, people get an evening of David's music included in their purchase price. It's a lovely trade-off. But I went, I, I went to a woman the other day there, and she does past life. Now, I've never done a past life thing. I'm not sure I did one this week. <laughs> but nevertheless, I laid on the table. And this woman, uh, she tried to take me Now, I could visualize things, but I'm still not sure if it's because I've seen some of this stuff in movies and TV and what have you. I just don't know. What I do know is there was a recurring pattern, though, in every place I visualized. And it was my fear of losing me. It was a concern about losing me. And I realized that, that that's uh, something from childhood. That... I, I, I would rebel with my mother because her limited beliefs, if I took them on, I would not be me. I didn't know who me was, but I knew it wasn't that. And, and so that's been <coughs> my whole life. was a big problem with David's in my relationship. Things he suggested, I, they resonated as old stuff. And it's, oh, you're not going to take me away. I, I, I'm, I'm, I've been so busy working on me, you're not going to take me away now. My mother tried that and it didn't work. Even though I have a lot of her fears and stuff <laughs> at this stage. But, every, but anywhere I went in, in history, we'll say, on that table the other day, just before I was about to somehow die, uh, I know at one point I was in a jungle and I could hear things coming, animals or whatever coming to get me. And... And I went from, the, and I couldn't see them, but I went from that to suddenly, I was at peace. And I didn't have a body in it, but I had an awareness of me. And there was a tiger that came up, and it laid next to me, and just rested its head here and let me pet it. And she said, oh, that's probably your spirit animal. But I think it's also the tiger that ripped me apart in the visualization, which is an odd thing. But it tells me I am not a body. I am not a body. I have one right now. I currently am experiencing a body. Anybody? 
<laughs> but I'm not this body, and yet my fear all the time, and that's what our phobias are, is our fear of losing ourselves, losing our sense of reason. I, I can't do ro high roller coasters anymore because I want to climb out of the car at the top of the hill there. At the incline, I, I just, my, my sense of reason, it's not logical. Bridges, I'm, which I'm getting much better at, but for a long time, bridges, like, oh, because I'm, I'm afraid of losing something, of, of what I perceive as my good, but it's my perception of a limited good being taken away from me when I wanted to stop smoking and I was afraid I'll never be able to drive again or talk on the telephone again. Until finally I said to heck with that, so I'll never talk on the phone again. I'll never drive again, but I'm going to put down smoking because it's in the way of my prayer life. And my prayer life had become everything to me at that point. And so with all that stuff, but you see, my and so it is applies to my every thought that I convince myself is the next right thing to apply to my life. So whether it's, this person is so awful, and so it is, amen. My childhood was so awful, and so it is, amen. Or, there is great transformation taking place because of my childhood, and so it is, amen. There is, a great, there is great abundance for me, whether I know where it is right now or not, and so it is, amen. Or I can go, with, oh, have you read the paper today? And so it is, amen. <laughs> if you turned on the news, and so it is, amen. Every t it's, that is my declaration of what I believe is, and therefore that is what I experience as myself. I think it's what I'm experiencing as my world. No, it's what I experience as myself. What thou seest, thou beest. Does that make sense? You hear that's a biblical way of talking. What thou seest, thou beest. You see, so what I declare the world is, is what I'm declaring I am. And so it is, amen. And it's, we're mean. We're mean to ourselves, we're mean to each other. And, and we think we're smart, and we are, but not about the things we think and say. You hear that? Everything I think is wrong in the world, me de declaring it does not make me smarter. My Facebook pronouncements about how awful this one or that one is does not make me smarter. It makes me stupider. It makes me look more ignorant than I have ever been because I'm wrong. Every time I declare there's an awful human being on Facebook, I'm wrong. But you see, if I think I think there's an awful human being out there. I think there's an awful human being in here. Because how can I be separate? If we are all one, how can I be separate from the worst that I think is the worst? How can I? I can't. And so I have to keep every time I want to think, oh, that awful person, think, okay. I don't want to be the same as that. So God, show me the good in that being. Show me the light in that being so I can see the light in this being. So then when I go, and so it is. You know, I cannot declare, oh, gas prices, and then think I am prosperous. Can't do it. Oh, the price of eggs. Oh, the price of milk. And then think I am prosperous. Either 
money is unlimited or it's very limited or my thinking is just skewed and I think I'm smart by going to the grocery store and saying that's expensive that's expensive that's it may be that I don't have the money to buy that currently but I've never felt like something oh that's that, that's too much why it's only too much if I if I think it is you know Deb this was she had a crappy week <clears throat> And my thought was, what makes it a crappy week? Except she said so. It was a week with these events in it. Don't mean to embarrass you here, but I trust you. I, I think you trust me. Because I could say the same thing. Oh, this happened. Oh, my God. The board meeting then. Oh, my God. Because, uh, you know, stuff's up at Unity. I don't want to call this bad. And I hope you're staying for the town meeting today to get an understanding of where we are with facts and where we are with spirit. And, and so to, to look at that, and say, I don't, I don't want to say bad, it's bad, oh, it's so bad. What makes it bad? I said so. And so therefore, that is my experience of it. It's never bad in God. And, the, and yeah, but, yeah, but, did you read in the paper this happened? Did you hear in the news this happened? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh, great opportunity to pray, wasn't it? Did you take that opportunity? You have the radio on, or you're reading the newspaper, or your Facebook stuff comes up. Do you take that time to pray and affirm the highest love as possible in all beings involved? I'm guessing nobody. <laughs> I can see a wild range of hands going up. Start. Start. I don't care if you like the person it's about or you dislike the person it's about. Start to affirm love is the true reality and I make a difference. I make a difference. Feel your fear, but don't, don't, don't try to find ways to make your fear real. Yeah, but we're gonna, the world's not going to be like we thought it was. And it, it's, yeah, well, no, it never has been. Read your Bible, for heaven's sakes. <laughs> Look at that. It's a, the world's a mess. It's always been a wet mess. And you know why? Because there's people in it. <laughs> there's people with sensations. And they just uncomfortable. If they'd have had the thought exchange instead of the Bible, maybe things would have been different. <laughs> Here's a nice plug for you, David. Uh, what do you declare is bad about your life? Interrupt that declaration from here on in. And observe how uncomfortable you're going to be. But, but... But, but, but I'm uncomfortable. Oh, but it hurts. Oh, but I've been sick for so long. Oh, but this is happening. Oh, yeah, but they did this to me. Yeah, yeah, uh, I hear you. And do you want it to change? Do you want it to raise up? Do you want your amen to be of the highest rather than what you fear the most? Well, do you? <laughs> do you want it to be of the highest? Do you come here and believe it when I tell you all healing is possible? Some of you have proved it physically. Many of you have proved it physically. Healing is possible in ways you didn't know was possible, but it happened. You were declared with a deathly disease, some of you. And here you are today, right up the steps. Others of you have been declared with uh, physical ailments that unto your old way of thinking could not have healed. 
You know, when Linda went in for surgery a couple of years ago for, for, for what could be considered a death, 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 deathly disease, she had, she had the room before surgery singing every little cell in my body is healthy. <laughs> Here's Linda today. She had minor surgery recently compared to that, and uh, she, I don't know if she hopped up the steps, but she walked up the steps. <laughs> I walked into Unity and I was told I was told that all healing is possible. Healing sometimes is, it sometimes is leaving the body. Healing starts with the healing of the mind. And the healing of the mind is an allowing of spirit to enter our thoughts and making the voice of spirit more important than the voice of doubt. More important than the voice even of, of uh, facts. Facts change. Healing is my willingness to open up to the highest voice and letting it speak to me, sometimes in ways that I can understand and sometimes in ways that I cannot. My healing came about as a result of years of confusion, sometimes misery, doubts, convinced of what a victim I was. My healing came through that path to the realization I was not a victim. I, uh, I was not officially abused, even though all appearances said so. And it also came from the realization that I had always been loved because I could not be loved. I was judging my love based on conditions. I was judging love based on the weather. I was judging love based on how my body felt that day. I was basing love on the mood my mother might have been in at any given day. I was basing love on my church's mood on any given day and how they looked at me. What they said had to say about me, sometimes to my face, sometimes elsewhere. I was basing, basing how I, I was loved on so many things that just aren't true. The truth is, I am loved because I cannot not be loved. It's not possible. If either God is love or God isn't, which is it going to be? You decide. And the past doesn't matter. The past does not prove that we are not loved. The past and its confused conditions will never prove that I am not loved right here, right now. Not ever. So... Wouldn't we be wise to stop trying to drag the past in to prove why we're not loved today? Wouldn't that be wonderful? Yeah, well, you did. What you did, he and I used to do that all the time, and I did a lot more than he did even. Yeah, but you did. You, you did. Had to prove why you did. I was trying to prove why I had not been loved. What a ridiculous thing to do. How silly. Even though I'm here preaching love all the time. And then one day I had to wake up and realize, oh, that was her conditions. I wasn't unloved. Here's just doing some stuff I didn't like. It's a very different thing. I was doing stuff he didn't like too. I loved him anyway, in spite of this, you know, agitation, irritation. Because some days we're just itchy. Anybody? You ever just itchy? And you can't reach that scratch. Why is that? That that main itch is in the middle that cannot be scratched, and so I got to go up to a pole like a cat and rub against it. And then it gets scratched. 
And suddenly I'm not itching anymore. And I didn't have to hurt myself to stop the itch. And so it is. So I today I, I am encourage all of us to look at life, the life we are experiencing right now. Put down the distractions. The distractions are it's impossible. The distractions are he or she is bad. The distractions are I'm bad. They are bad. We are bad. The distractions are that anything or anyone could ever be against me. The distractions are I'm not loved. It's a huge distraction. Start declaring I'm loved and I make a difference. I'm loved and in the realization of my love I make a difference. It's so easy to extend love to those who deserve it and those who we think don't deserve it. It's so possible. I, if, if it is true that what thou seest, thou beest, I better start seeing light, huh? I need to start seeing light in the things that used to distract me. Declare, oh, there's love in that stain on the carpet. Because otherwise I'm going to... Steve's looking around. <laughs> make a, there are no stains in this carpet. It's beautiful. Uh, I don't know if you've heard of a term called affect tolerance. Affect tolerance is when something ha happens and it, somehow it disturbs my equilibrium, my, my mental peace. And no, oh, it has to change before I can be at peace. I have a friend who cannot tolerate her coffee being late. Really, she goes over the edge. And it's somebody's fault. David likes to talk about this one uh, celebrity he used to work with. She'd walk into a room and say, I'm upset and it's because of you. <laughs> Somebody at random. What thou seest, thou must beest. What do you want to be today? What do you want to say? And so it is. Amen. Open up to true judgment. See if you can agree with God today that love is the only reality. And that whatever God is, I can't tell you exactly what it is. It's not physical, but it's in the physical. It's not mental, but it's in the mental. It's not a person who is doing things. God simply is. And it's everything. And I have a choice on how to experience it. So in my vibration today, what is good? <laughs> I choose love. I choose wisdom. I choose peace. I choose harmony. And I choose clarity for how to move more closely into what I want rather than justifying what I don't want. I love this. Maybe what's good gets a bit better. And maybe what's bad gets gone. And so it is. Amen.